Welcome to the Playbook Podcast, a podcast that interviews current and former student athletes. We talk to them about everything, including their time as an athlete, their career paths, and everything in between. And today, we have a bit of a special episode. If you read the title, you got a sense of what is discussed, but it's not going to be me or Jesse hosting the interview today. We've actually got the founder of the Playbook in the building. Welcome, Brianna Weiss. Happy to be here. So you sat down and chatted with a pair of student athletes on the Rams women's basketball team, um, Marin Scotton and Kia Giles. Tell me a bit about them. Yeah, so uh, Marin's a journalism major um, and was the 2018 OUA Rookie of the Year and an OUA second team all-star in 2020. And Kia actually transferred to the Rams just a few years ago after dominant runs in Canada West for the University of Regina, competing at the U Sports Championship in all three seasons there, capturing a bronze medal in 2018. So very dominant and uh, successful student athletes here. Yeah, absolutely dominant. And the story of their team right now is really interesting. For context, we did record this interview on Sunday afternoon, and a lot has happened since then, but we'll update you on all of that after the interview. You're going to want to hear about all these details because it's, it's, a lot has happened in the last 48 hours. But for context on this interview, last Thursday, the Rams women's basketball team made the decision to change their name on social media by removing Ryerson from the title. They, they've essentially acted on calls from Indigenous faculty and students at the university uh, who've been making requests and demands for a name change for quite some time now. The women's basketball team decided to make an impact on what they can control by changing the name, uh, at least in the short term, on, on their social media accounts. For those of you that don't know, Edgerton Ryerson, the man the university is named after, it's a name many don't want to be associated with, and for good reason. But Brianna gets into all of that in our special episode. So I'll leave it to you, Bri. So to get started, um, basically, there's we've been seeing some stuff in social media. Um, we've, I've read some articles on my own as well about how the women's basketball team is basically dropping Ryerson and going by Rams women's basketball. Can either of you just start? We just want to give the listeners an idea of how this started and why your team has been has been doing this and has put this statement out. Yeah, I think um, our team is, most of our team is pretty passionate about social justice issues and kind of doing what we can and having conversations surrounding issues like this. Um, so we kind of just came up with the idea of potentially dropping the Ryerson from our team name just to stand in solidarity with the Indigenous students and faculty at Ryerson who have been leading this movement for um, so many years and we just thought it was a good way to support them and kind of decolonize uh, our school and it was also a good way to kind of break this conversation into athletics so we pretty much just brought it up to the team and everyone was in agreement um, and then from there it was really just um, kind of changing our names on social media. Um, obviously there's no games or anything right now, so we don't have any idea of what it's gonna look like going forward, but um, I'd say it was a pretty simple process once we decided that this was something that we should be doing. 
So how did you, um, in terms of this process, um, how did it go about in terms of like the response from your coaches, response from the athletic department, like kind of once the group of you came together and said like, yes, this is something we want to do. Um, what was the response that you, that you got from those people that are higher up in the athletic department? Yeah. So the response that we got from, um, like the Ryerson Rams account. So basically all the, um, sporting teams on there it was just that like they made a post saying that they supported us and they kind of stood in solidarity with us which was um great a great response from that I think you can't really ask for anything better and I think on their end they were just going to wait from like their higher-ups to see what they could do next in terms of changing the whole overall <laughs> name with that but individually they were okay with our decision and stood by it which was awesome yeah, I'd say the response from coaches as well was super supportive. Um, they obviously um, have some like contractual agreements, so they just wanted it to be clear that it was student-athlete-led, but they were 100% supportive of us, as was the athletic department, which was great to have their support. And um, in terms of like posting and changing the name, they were 100% behind us. I think that's a, to me, that's like an interesting point there is because um, this has been student led on your team. And I think that sometimes there is this issue of student athletes feeling like, well, I'm just a student athlete and like, I can't make these changes on a team or I can't make these global changes. Like, who am I um, as just like one person in the whole athletic department and then an extension, like in a whole university? And just seeing this blow up on social media, um, like we've been following it um, and seeing like a really good response from other uh, other athletes, other schools as well. So it kind of just serves as an example there that you guys can take this really far. Um, what's been the um, kind of follow up and feedback that you've received from other teams at your school? Does it does it look like um, any other teams might be kind of following your lead? Um, so since we put out that statement, we haven't seen any, any other teams change um, their individual team name, but we've got support from members of teams reposting our post about how we changed our name. So it's looking promising that teams will hopefully follow in our lead. <laughs> yeah, I'm not totally sure. I know like uh, a lot of people we know on other teams have been really supportive of it and um I hope that they're at least like having the conversation with their team about potentially dropping their name as far as like when and if that will happen with other teams I'm not too sure but hopefully other teams are considering it as well especially approaching the upcoming hopefully the upcoming season um where then you know your team isn't just going to be existing at your own university you're going to be traveling you're going to be going to other universities so essentially you guys go to Ryerson University, but you are opting to drop the name Ryerson and just go by uh, Rams Women's Basketball. Um, I've been looking it up, and what I've also seen is that people are taking on the name the X University in place of Ryerson. So just for some people that actually have no context and don't know why there's this drive to drop the name Ryerson, can either of you just speak to speak to that a little bit and kind of let the listener listener know what's going on right now? 
Um, yeah, I, I think Kia can give us a little bit about like, so basically for people who don't know, Egerton Ryerson was the architect essentially and designer of residential schools, um, which Kia can explain a little bit more about the trauma that, that those systems have caused. Um, he's an extremely oppressive figure towards indigenous people and other marginalized group. And he essentially represents um, the colonial system that Canada was built on. And um, so obviously having a school named after him and having his statue up is extremely harmful to um, indigenous communities. And yeah, he really was the architect of residential schools, which were so harmful as like Kia can dive into a little bit further. Yeah, so basically for anyone listening, residential schools are, I would say a really big part of Canada's history and more so like the negative part of our history um, of racism and discrimination basically. So residential schools were um, created under the um, Canadian government and like ran by the Catholic Church. And they basically took indigenous children from their communities and families Brought these to brought them to um, these schools where they were the main goal was to just force assimilation and basically strip the um, Indian out of the indigenous child and basically um, yeah they took away their languages um, so that when they did return back home to um, their communities there was that disconnect where they were not able to com- communicate with their families because their families have never learned English because it was they were never needed to so just at these schools children faced a lot of abuse mentally physically spiritually and they were just poorly operated and just not <laughs> um they just weren't good basically they just forced assimilation so and Ryerson led a part in creating these schools so that is why it's important to talk about it <laughs> yeah I think I think something you've been highlighted there like Kia just kind of being able to talk a little bit about that, um, like the intergenerational trauma, um, that a lot of people hopefully are now becoming aware of, um, especially as people become a little bit more educated on actually like what residential schools were. And like you said, like the last one only actually closed in 1996. I was born in 1997. You know what I mean? Like that is not, that's not far off in history and i think that that's kind of a point of um deception almost it was um definitely something we didn't learn about accurately how do you guys see this um general knowledge or awareness at your school because i know that for example like i only learned about this like historical aspect of ryerson recently because i've been seeing this on social media i didn't have um like a recent knowledge of um, like Egerton Ryerson and his connection to residential schools. What do you feel like that general awareness is of um, students at your university? What's the conversation like? Um, I feel like most of the people I know are aware of what Ryerson, either what he had done or um, kind of the legacy he carries and why that's wrong. And that's all thanks to like the work that's being has been done by indigenous students and faculty for so long um like there's i remember like the first time i heard about the statue potentially coming down and the name 
um, being changed was in my first year. So I was introduced to it pretty early. And coming here, I didn't know what role Ryerson played in residential schools, but um, I feel like the I hope the majority of students here know. Then again, um, it I could be way off. Um, I feel like it is a conversation that needs to be brought more into athletics, and that isn't brought up enough um, in our athletics department, especially just because we're wearing the name on our jersey. Um, and we're representing the school all over the province and the country. So I feel like um, it's definitely a conversation that could be brought up more within our like sports teams. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I even like, like the point that you said, Marin, about, you know, you're going, you're wearing that name on your jersey and you're going to schools all over the province and country. So, you know, carrying that name at your own institution, it doesn't end there, right? Like when that name is then carried into these other spaces, so is that symbol. And, you know, the name Ryerson, um, I, I was reading some articles that were discussing like the work that indigenous students and faculty have done at your school. And, you know, they've explained the name Ryerson as this symbol of cultural genocide and intergenerational trauma. So when that name travels, that symbol travels you know, with it. And that means to the schools that you go and you compete at. I think too, sorry, just one more point with that. Like, I feel like there could potentially be some pushback with in athletics with changing the name because people are so proud to represent our school, which I feel like there has to be a disconnect between I'm proud to represent our school as well, and I'm so grateful for all the opportunity and people I've met here, but representing the name Ryerson, it doesn't represent the people at this school, and I think that's like a huge disconnect as to why people are against changing the name, and I think we need to realize that like the name Ryerson and representing this man is really just like representing a history of oppression and like cultural genocide and trauma like you were saying and taking that name away doesn't take away from the positive things we represent when we're representing our school and our athletics department and our coaches and our teams like we can still be proud to represent the people here but we just shouldn't be representing like what he's done and like what Canada's done to Indigenous people. No, I think that's like so wonderfully put. It's you have this institution and the people that create it, like the people that exist within it can be proud of who they are and what they represent. This label of the name Ryerson doesn't need to be attached to that. It doesn't, and, and detaching it from the group of people like you and your teams and the faculty and the staff like that do exist within this institution can still exist and be proud without um, doing so like under that name. How would you like to see other schools or other students, um, other people who could be listening to this podcast that either are current student athletes or are alumni, how do they join in and support what your team is doing and support the work that's like being led by indigenous uh, students and faculty at your school? Yeah, so what I would say is basically 
Indigenous people are everywhere in Canada. They're a part of every um, institution, all universities across the country. So there's definitely um, resources and groups to join to just get yourself educated. I feel like being educated is how you start the, um, the conversation and knowing about the history, knowing what's going on. Um, I feel like a lot of folks are don't really have the knowledge and don't really know why this is such a big issue. And I feel like edu it starts with education. So just getting in touch with Indigenous elders and other Indigenous people in your community um, and just learning from them and asking questions and just understanding, I feel like that will start the conversation that needs to be done. Yeah, um, I completely agree with Kia. I think like one thing we want to make clear is like, I'm not Indigenous, I'm white. M many people on our team are white settlers as well. Um, and we are not trying to be leaders in this space. We really like this isn't about our team. We're just trying to support the Indigenous students and faculty who have been leading this movement for so long and just do whatever we can to um, support them and like move forward towards decolonizing like the education system. And I think the best thing other student athletes can do is, yeah, listen to Indigenous leaders, listen to Indigenous students at their own school. Um, there's movements at every single school. It's not just about what's happening at our school. Um, get in tune and listen to what they have to say because they know best. Um, and yeah, just have these conversations within your team, bring these conversations into athletics and like really just kind of support Indigenous leaders in whatever way you can without kind of centering your own needs, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful starting point is if anyone looks up um, like a land acknowledgement, like their school likely does have one at this point, but taking that extra step as to learning why we have land acknowledgements and then also, okay, like this is the land your school is on, but what about your home? Like taking that extra step, there's obviously a lot more learning. And like you said, I really hope to see these conversations coming back to teams, coming back to athletic departments, coming back to university as a whole. Um, hopefully people listening to this podcast, it can be kind of a trigger. And that's why we wanted to have you two on today is to, you know, be a place where we can hopefully start that conversation. And, you know, you two have been an example of how you start that in a team where even on that team, there might not be any Indigenous students. Um, but it's very much our responsibility to um, be following the lead of Indigenous uh, faculty and students who are doing this work elsewhere. Um, I did want to just ask you to if you had kind of any closing remarks, any resources, um, anything that you guys wanted to share with listeners. Um, yeah, a couple of resources we just wanted to share with people um, to kind of learn about the history of what Canada has done to Indigenous people since European settlers came here um, and the history of residential schools and um, what Ryerson, what role Ryerson played in residential schools. So um, obviously just kind of try and learn about the history, read the truth and reconciliation 
committee's call to action, um, which was basically a report that was put out with their uh, requests and demands going forward towards reconciliation, um, sign the petition to get our school's name changed, um, support the Indigenous students and faculty here um, who are working to get that changed and get the statue taken down, um, donate to the Indian Residential School Survivors Society, and just, yeah, listen to Indigenous leaders and be an ally in whatever way you can and educate yourself and have these conversations with your teams, the people around you, your friends, your family. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining um, and just starting the conversation. I hope that leaving this, um, this is exactly that. It's the start of a conversation um, that is followed up by actions. Um, so yeah, thank you both for joining us. Um, Marin and Kia, it was awesome chatting to you guys. Um, I really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to come and just kind of give people a better idea um, as to why your team is doing what you're doing. And I just hope it's something that people can learn from. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for having us also. It was great to talk about this and hopefully more people kind of tune into um, the Indigenous leaders, students and faculty at their school, at our school, and all over Ontario. Yeah, thank you for having us. We appreciate you um, taking the time to let us share our story. And that was our interview with Marin and Kia. It's honestly a very inspiring story that's currently ongoing just goes to show that student athletes can impact change. And I was really happy to hear that their coaches and the athletic department fully supported their decision, even though the university hasn't decided anything yet. How was the interview for you, Bree? I definitely have to agree with that last point there. Um, hearing about the support from their coaches and athletic department um, was just a really like nice thing to hear for me. Um, I really hope that other teams do join in um, and like follow what they're doing, follow their lead. Um, I don't even like to say their lead. This is the lead of like Indigenous students and faculty um, and the Rams women basketball team is like jumping in to support this movement. Um, and Marin mentioned their team has, you know, taken an interest and taken a stance on a lot of social justice issues. And I really like to see that being pulled into the realm of sport. Um, sport can be advocacy. So I was really happy to just chat with them and just see the work that their team is doing. Um, they're just setting a wonderful example of how we bring this into sport. I just hope to see other teams following um, in their footsteps. And I really hope that that extends to other campuses as, as well. Yeah, absolutely. They're on the right side of history for this. As we record this on Monday evening, a lot has happened in this story. So we recorded that interview on Sunday afternoon. Hours later, on Sunday evening, there was a march that took place downtown and eventually made its way onto the university's campus, and the Edgerton-Ryerson statue was pulled down by rope. On Monday morning, at least on my social feeds, it looked like demonstrators uh, took the statue's head, took it off the statue, and threw it into Lake Ontario. People are pretty upset, and rightfully so. Also on Monday, 
the Rams women's hockey team followed the lead of the women's basketball team and stated that they would also be dropping the name Ryerson from their title too. So progress is being made on this, and its student-athletes are the ones taking initiative. So we'll see what happens next as the story unfolds over the next few days. Yeah, and just, uh, just real quick, please go to this episode's bio and check out the resources Marin shared at the end of the episode. Um, if you do believe this mission in this mission and its goals, uh, sign the petition to have the name removed. It's also National Indigenous History Month, so spend some time learning more. And like Marin said, we're all settlers on this land, so take time to learn which land you are on. Absolutely. We're going to keep trying our best to cover student-athlete stories and make the playbook a support system for all current and former student-athletes. So leave us a review, comment on your thoughts of this university name debacle, and subscribe to our channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we go, Bree, is there anything you want to say before we let everybody go? <laughs> I think I've uh, said everything. I was just super, like, I was just super happy to have Marin and Kia on. It was an interesting chat with them. Um, and I just hope that this is kind of paving the way, like, to have more conversations like this hosted on the playbook. There you go. That's our founder. Uh, usually I say that our episodes run bi-weekly, but we'll actually have a second episode later this week with Jesse and myself. And I want to say you can expect it, expect it by Friday. Don't hold me to that, but we're going to try and have that up by Friday. So stay tuned, and we'll see you then. Peace!